1: What's up, Juice Kingdom? Before we get to today's live Q&A with former Chiefs offensive lineman Jeff Allen, just have a couple words to bring to you from our sponsors of this podcast. First, from Trade Coffee, and if you guys are anything like me, you guys always need energy, you guys always need coffee, but when I drink coffee, I don't want it to be any kind of crappy coffee, I want it to be the good stuff, and I just took the trade quiz. They gave me a great recommendation of PTs from Topeka, Kansas, funny enough, and it's fresh coffee sourced locally. It's its incredible because Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. You get to see that here in, in your website after you take go on and take the quiz and you get to figure out what kind of coffee you like. It's a really cool experience and it's expert-tasted coffee. Uh, Trade's coffee team actually tastes thousands of coffees to keep 450 kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one one perfect coffee, but there's a perfect coffee for you and trades, human powered algorithm will find it. And they also have this really cool trade first match guarantee. And they're so confident that they're going to match you with the right coffee the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you and send you a brand new bag of for free. So you're not going to lose out on any money, especially if you, if you buy this bag of coffee, you don't like it. Give it back, they'll give you another one. They'll work with an expert. They'll get you uh, a new bag for free. It's, it's a great, great thing they got going on Trade Coffee. And right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com KCSN. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz, I did, at drinktrade.com KCSN, and let Trade find a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $30 off. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Maybe your favorite sports team makes a move that affects your mental health. And we all know that that shouldn't be the case, but sometimes it is, and that's okay. You or someone you love uh, falling into depression and struggling with anxiety can keep you from what you care about, like the Kansas City Chiefs. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you'll be matched under 48 hours. And the best part about this, it's not a crisis line, it's not a self-help line. This is professional therapy done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely, thoughtful, thought-out response. Plus, you can also schedule weekly phone or video sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is also available if, if you need it as well. And BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Listen, everyone struggles with their mental health. It's okay to not be okay. So if you need some help, go visit their website and read their testimonies that are posted daily there at betterhelp.com slash reviews. And you can go to betterhelp.com KCSN. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced, licensed professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that there are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for KCSN listeners, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash KCSN. Now let's get to the show.
2: What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Jeff Allen here with one-on-one, a show brought to you by KCSN. We're missing my buddy, Mike DeVito. He'll be back soon, though. We're going to jump right into it. But wait, 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 before we jump into it, we got to talk about Cookie Society. This show is sponsored by Cookie Society, aka the Cookie Cartel. We got some special treats coming up this upcoming Monday in April. It's our birthday month, the two-year anniversary of our business. Got a new store coming. Got some new merch. Check us out, cookiesociety.com. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right into it. We're going to talk about Tyreek Hill. I'm devastated. I'm not going to lie to you. This this was a tough pill to swallow. This was one of those things that I didn't believe the news. I, I heard about it probably a week before it hit the hit the airways, I, but I thought it was just smoke and mirrors. And then I saw um, Adam tweet it, and I was like, okay, there's there's some truth to this. And I still didn't want to believe it then, and the trade happened. They traded Tyreek to the Miami Dolphins for five picks. Um Short term, honestly, I don't think it's a good trade. Long term, I think it was. Um, It's tough to pay pay a receiver that premium. I mean, that's a lot of money for a guy that's about to be 30 years old. I think he deserves it, but I understand the situation that the Kansas City Chiefs are in, their team building right now. This organization is built around Patrick Mahomes and his ability. You give him a half a billion dollars for a reason, and that's because he makes guys around him better, and they're banking on him being able to you know, do well with whoever's around him. So you still got Travis Kelsey. Um, So I'm signing Gigi this offseason. MSV, MVS. I'm sorry. I said the acronym wrong. Um, From the Green Bay Packers. I think he's a good piece, has some speed. Um, But there's no replacing Tyreek Hill. Um, But I'm looking forward to see Patrick elevate his play. He has played well when Tyreek hasn't played. Let's not forget about that. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So let's not panic on that part. Um, We can still vent. We can still be sad, frustrated. All those emotions involved with Tyreek being gone. Um, But honestly, I think it was the right thing to do for both parties to part ways. Um, Tyreek had the right to, you know, go after the money that he's earned. And and, um, the Chiefs had the right to make the business decision. And honestly, they did right by him by letting him choose his trade destination. So good for the Chiefs. Good for Tyreek Hill for, you know, collaborating on that and making that happen. But still tough for us all to handle that. Um, I'm going to jump right into questions. I I don't have too much to say. It's been a very slow offseason. Besides those two receivers, um, we brought some familiar faces back. Um, There hasn't been anything, any movement outside of that. I'm thinking it's going to be a really good draft, especially with all these picks. Veach did a wonderful job, wonderful job this past offseason. I mean, it's... This last year in the draft, you got some some rookies and Trey Smith, um, Creed Humphrey. Um, did a wonderful job there. So I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do. I, I think we need to go defense in this draft. We definitely need to get a pass rusher. Didn't get that in free agency. Melvin Ingram's still out there. So maybe we get him back. Um, we we restructured Frank Clark, so good to have him back. But we need someone else out there. We need to get to a quarterback. We need a corner. So we signed a safety from the Chicago Bears. Um, actually a pretty decent player. I, I watched the Bears from time to time in the off season, grew up a Bears fan. So I, I know about this guy. He, he's, he's a really feisty dude, plays really hard, really good in his role. Um, don't necessarily think he's a game changer, but he'll add value to this team. So looking forward to see what he does. Um, don't look like we have any questions yet. So I'm gonna keep talking as much as I can. I don't have much to say. Um, but it's good to be back. I, I, I miss being on here. Um, been dealing with a lot with the business lately. Uh, Mike's been dealing with a lot of stuff with his business as well. So this is where we are. It's the off season. Hasn't been very active on the Chiefs front, so there hasn't been much for us to talk about on, on the personal t- side of things. Um, we can talk about free agency and what's that, what that is like. I talked about that last show. Um, but yeah, we'll get right into it. I, I think the decision making process as a player it's tough, especially when you're leaving an organization that you, you have comfort with, um, wondering what the future might hold on the other side of the door. That's tough because there's an unknown there. But when you're a guy who hasn't gotten paid or or looking to cement his future financially, um, that decision becomes, you know, obvious. You know, you go after the money uh, and winning kind of takes a back seat. But at the end of the day, we're all competitors. We want to win. I've been there. I've I've made some money. (laughs) I've made some money playing football and I've lost some games while making money and it doesn't make you feel any better making a bunch of money losing football games. So if there's some advice I can give to any guy out there chasing some money, go get that money. But understand if you're losing, that money isn't going to make you feel better because you're a competitor. And if you don't feel bad about losing, then uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. Good for you getting paid a bunch of money and not caring. Um, But I think for the most part, guys do care. Um, that's why they've made it to the National Football League, and, and and that's why they that's why they're at the the top of the top. Um, losing a teammate during free agency could be tough, um, especially if it's one of those guys that that you're close with, same ball, same side of the ball as you, in the same position group as you. It's tough. Um, you lose um, a friend first and foremost. That's maybe someone you hang out in the off season. Then you lose a great player, and, and And you got to get familiar with a new player that's coming in and taking over that position. And it may be a big time leader. It may be someone who brings that that humor to the locker room. It's some type of element that you lose each time you lose uh, a guy in the locker room, that means something. So it's obviously tough, but it's a business. It's it's, it's expected. And and we just keep it rolling. Still waiting for some questions. This was kind of last minute. So didn't really expect many questions. I'm going to just keep freestyling. Keep rolling, I might drop a rap or two. I can talk about cookies all day, man. I can talk about that. I can talk about anything food related all day. And what do you expect from MVS? I expect another body out there, a bigger body, but he has some speed behind him. I can see him stretching the field a little bit. I can see him going up, making some of those contested catches. And I can see Andy Reid having some, some type of red zone package for him. Um, it's probably something they envisioned with Josh Gordon this past season when they brought him in. Um, I know Josh is still on the roster, um, but they're looking for more for more from, from him. Obviously, they believe in him. They think that maybe with another offseason under his belt, um, he can knock some rust off and he he could be, you know, someone that could produce for this team. Do players pay much attention to the draft? Mm, I would say I always looked at the first three rounds. <laughs> Because those are guys that are, are drafted to make an impact right away. And usually are guys that, especially the first two rounds, they're usually going to be starters. I would kind of look at that and see, you know, what direction the team would go in and, and see if there was some competition coming in for myself. Um, but outside of that, I, I didn't pay too much attention to the draft. And honestly, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Um, if they draft a the guy to replace you, that means you weren't doing a very good job. That means you need to get better um, and it should be motivating Um, it's not something that you should soak in you know it should piss you off in the right way it should make you want to be a better football player
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
2: How do you see the Chiefs replacing Tyreek? I think it's going to be a combination of all these guys. It's going to be by committee. Um, These guys are going to do different things. McCole Hardman has a ton of speed. And honestly, I think McCole is going to have a a breakout year. I know we've been saying that for a while, but he had a pretty good season last year. He got kind of lost in the shuffle with everything going on and the expectation put on him. But this guy is still a good football player. I think with the added responsibility and Tyreek being gone and more opportunity, that's going to only boost his ability and make him want to play harder and be a better a better player and it's going to be better for the team people say Reed's offense is hard because it's wide receiver run concepts not routes does having an almost entirely new wide receiver room concern you learning from concern you from learning the offense mm. I think that is concerning honestly um but they're older guys that are coming in so um, I mean Jujus going in year six I believe. MSVs, an older guy. So these are guys that conceptually know football. The terminology might be different, um, but at the end of the day, these concepts are the same across the league. So it's like learning a new language a little bit, but them coming in being older guys, they'll pick it up quickly. Um, hopefully they're OTAs, they get a head start that way. Um, training camp, they're going to do a ton of reps, get a lot of learning there. So I think it's a bit of a concern just from a um, chemistry standpoint between timing, the quarterback and the receiver. But as far as the, the learning ability, I think these guys have the IQ to, to actually learn the offense. Biggest areas of concern for the roster right now, it's definitely um, pass rusher, cornerback. Um, those two affect each other for sure, because if you aren't getting a pass rush, then your corners have to cover longer. Um, so you have to be stronger, at least one of them. So I, I would say for sure we need a corner because if we if we aren't going to Invest in the pass rush. I don't see us necessarily getting a game changer in the draft unless we package some of those deals up and, and move up in the draft and get one of those guys in the top 10 or something. But I, I would say we need to find a corner somehow. Um, maybe someone steps up on the roster, um, but those two need to marry up in some way or form and work together to where, you know, they, they play off of each other, their strengths and weaknesses. I would love to see... Gilmore. I would love to see a veteran guy like that, a lockdown type of guy like that. I know he's getting older. I know he's probably looking for a ton of money right now. Um, but as the offseason progresses, um, depending on different team situations, injuries, um, things change. So maybe we end up bringing him in. I, I, I would love to see that. I think that's a guy that could not only produce and, and, and be a, a dog on his own right, but I think he could be a good leader and young guys could follow after him. Jeff, could you speak to Nane's expectations for 2022? I hear their injury is a tough one. I hear that injury is a tough one to recover from. Yes, I would say um, it'd be great to see him back, but I don't expect it. I've seen guys with that patella tendon and it's really tough to come back from within a year. Um, So I don't expect them playing, at least not early in the year, maybe later in the year. Um, It's gonna be a long road for recovery. So I fully expect um, Andrew Wiley to be the starting right tackle this year, which he did an excellent job last year. That's why he got re-signed. I think he's a good player, um, brings a lot of nasty, and he's a great guy to have in the locker room. Good teammate. I don't think there's a competition at right tackle. I think um, obviously they'll come in. There's always competition. Like <laughs> I think Andrew Wiley will win the competition. That's why, well, That's what I'm saying by there's no competition. But they're going to compete. Andy Ree has always been the guy who says best five guys, and he means that. He's going to always, always put the best five guys on the field, whether that's a combination of moving guys around, um, figuring it out. He's going to put the guys out there to give him the best opportunity to win that's going to protect Patrick. With Duro hitting the market, what should the Chiefs do at running back? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, – I don't know the situation with Jerry McKinnon, but I think he did a wonderful job in the playoffs. I would love to see him back. Obviously, wouldn't mind having Daryl back. I, he's a he's a proven guy, um, reliable, really good on third down and protecting Pat and getting out, getting the ball in the back, out the backfield in the passing game. Um, and he's a solid runner. Um, so wouldn't mind having him back at all. Um, I've been hearing a lot of things on Ronald Jones. I think he has a lot of juice. He's had a couple good years in Tampa. And for whatever reason, he kind of faded away. Maybe he got in a doghouse with Aryans or something like that. But he has a lot of ability. And I think he could um, bring a different element to the backfield as well. He has a lot of speed. Favorite cookie from Cookie Society. Banana pudding is my favorite cookie. But right now, on this current menu, I would say strawberry Pop-Tart. It's amazing. Like, really good. What do you think about Gigi. I think Gigi's a he's – he's obviously a great football player. Um, dealt with an injury last year in Pittsburgh, the year before his production. Wasn't what it was his first few years in the league, but he, he still has a lot of ability, and I fully expect him to be that guy that is the, the in-between guy. Um, the ability to run across the middle, make those catches, um, get a lot of yak. He does a good job of running after the catch. Hard to bring down. Super physical guy. And he's going to bring an added physicality to the running game. Now, um, why, typically wide why receivers don't like to block. This guy can block. He reminds me of, I know he played in Pittsburgh, but like a Heinz Ward type of guy as far as getting after in the run game and springing runs. That's how you take, you know, a five, six-yard gain and turn it into a touchdown with, with guys like Juju on a perimeter and making plays. Chiefs are signing Jermaine Carter. I think that's a good pickup. I think he's a good linebacker. Um Ton of speed. Uh, I think that I think he fits the mode of what we have right now with Bolton and Gay. So he's going to fit right into that room. Um, it's nice having athletic linebackers because they can cover up holes. Um, they can make up for mistakes on the interior of the D-line. Um, and speaking of like D-line, I love that we, I love that we we brought back um, uh, Nadi. um He's one of those guys that fills gaps, doesn't get a lot of credit for what he does but he makes the um, linebacker's jobs a lot easier. Dan Sorensen going to New Orleans. I'm going to miss you, Danny. He's one of the main reasons I have a Super Bowl ring right now. So I have nothing but love for him. The play that he made against the Texans, the spark that comeback, the play against the Browns, nobody will forget you, Dan. Um, that Super Bowl run, you were a big part of it. You are a big reason why, you know, Kansas City can can celebrate after 50 years and, and, and hopefully – we can carry that championship and add to it. Who lose, Who leaves Kansas City first, Reed, Veach, or Nagy? I would probably say um, Coach Coach Reed. I would probably say Coach Reed leaves first. Um, he's getting older. Um, obviously, father time, you know, plays his part, so he's getting older. He's going to want to spend time with his family. Um, you can't dedicate your entire life to the game. So it's going to come a time where Andy Reed steps away and, and focuses – you know, on his wife and you know his grandchildren and those types of things, being granddad. So I think I think he's going to be the one to step away first. And who knows? Maybe um, you know, Coach E B moves into the head coaching road, Nagy, who knows what, what's next? But I think Beach Beach will be there for a while. I think he does an excellent job. I know we're getting he's getting a lot of crap for this Tyreek deal, but he was kind of backed into a corner. So he did what was right. Uh, he could have held on to him. He could have tagged him. We could have stretched this thing out for two years. But ultimately, um, you need that flexibility, that cap space. You need to be able to build your football team and, and tying that much money up into a receiver. Won't allow you to um, go on the run that we think we're going to go on in Kansas City. What other moves would you make before the draft? Uh, I, honestly, I, I, would, um, I would try to get a cornerback. I would figure out, out a way to take maybe a couple of these mid-round picks and you know, trade for a guy. Maybe I go get a guy like Patrick Peterson, um, a proven veteran. He's older, obviously. Um, not the same player he was at his peak, but he's still a pretty good damn football player. And the only risk you run with older guys with Gilmore and, and Peterson is injury. Um, so I know that's kind of caution caution there for the, for the GM Veach and not signing those guys right away. But it comes a point where we're going to have to make a move and get somebody there that's solid. Otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be tough on the perimeter. Looking at your jerseys in the background, have you ever paid a teammate for a number? Good question. You see that seventy nine with the Houston Texans that says Allen? I wanted seventy one. I wore seventy one all throughout high school. Was drafted to the Chiefs. Um, wore seventy one. Wore seventy one in college. Um, so that's my number. That's my lucky number. That's the number that you know I carried throughout life when I got to Houston. It's a guy named Xavier Um Sulafilo who played left guard who had it. And I offered to buy it, but the price tag was a little bit too high. I'm not the guy that's gonna waste some money on something. Even though it means a lot to me, I'm not gonna waste my money on a number. I could do a lot more with that money. I could help a lot of people. Um and and that that's even with trying to buy the jersey, my intent was to help people. If you want a fifty thousand, I tell them I'll give you fifty thousand if I could give thirty of it to charity. Um so ultimately that didn't work out, but, you know, I still got love for X. That's my guy. Still wish he gave me that number, though. With our interior line being maulers and defense playing too high safeties, why aren't we running the ball, We're running more power? We average four or five yards a carry when doing so. Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I think traditionally Andy Reid doesn't run the ball. Um, or that's just not um, – this is not. That's just not his philosophy. I mean, he's a, he's a running gun type of guy. He likes to air it out. Um, even though he was an O line guy, um, he just likes to to throw the football. I do, however, think this year will be a little bit different um, because um, Kansas City hasn't had an O line like this. I'm not under Reed's tenure. Um, I know we can go back way back in the day, but under Reed's tenure, we we didn't necessarily have a group collectively that that were full of maulers that could could garner four or five yards of pop in power. We had the Jamal Charles days where he was averaging that, but that was more outside zone. And that was just him and his special playmaking ability for the most part. Um, but this group really moves the line of scrimmage. Um, so I fully expect them to evaluate that. They're going to do some self-eval. They'll look at the tape from last season. They'll see what they're efficient at. And each year is a different year. I mean, even though we were good at power last year, it may not be good this year, but they'll, they'll have an idea of what this group can do and they'll have more things implemented in the game plan. I think they'll run the ball a little bit more. There'll be more call it and run it's. But I know there's a lot of RPOs, a lot of um, opportunities for Patrick to throw it uh, off of the run action. Uh, but I think I think it's going to be a lot, lot more call it and run it's in the run game. Favorite Rodney, Hutch- Rodney Hutchinger story. Um, that's a good one. We were playing, I don't know who we were playing. I think we were playing Oakland and, and Rodney's, he has like a country swing. Uh, he says uh, um Alex comes up, he calls the mic, and um Alex is one of the smartest guys on this planet, by the way. Not not just a football smart guy, just a just the IQ is through this roof, just knows a bunch of random things, really smart. So um Rodney actually corrected Alex one day in the game. Alex called the mic point and you know, Alex isn't wrong in our eyes. And Rodney turns to him, you sure about that? Alex like, yeah, that's the mic. No, 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 mic over there. Mike over there, so shout out to Rodney. Definitely um, one of the smartest football players I've ever played with. Um, So that was a funny story. What's the cookie of the week month? I may have missed it. So the cook, there's four cookies of the month this month. We got chocolate donut, strawberry pop-tart, lemon Danish, and blueberry muffin. It's a breakfast thing menu. It's all breakfast. You gotta come and try it. Well. Looks like we're running out of questions. I'm not going to hold you guys up. Appreciate you guys joining me. Join us next time, one-on-one, with Jeff Allen and Mike DeVito, brought to you by KCSN, sponsored by Cookie Society. And as we always say, go Chiefs.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,